You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, Miss Marvel finale. The finale. The finale. Unfortunately, it did not feature Dr. Michael Morbius. Yeah, I was so disappointed because I was expecting him to come on and just go, it's Mormon time. Mormon and time. then nothing. And just kill everybody. Just kill everybody. Yeah, and the show would have ended on a great note. Yeah. And then season two would be Miss Marvel, season two. With Morbius. Yeah, like in parentheses. <laughs> in parentheses with Morbius, but there's no Miss Marvel in it. It's, Morbius. it's just Morbius. Yeah, I definitely feel like uh, it would have improved this episode, um, which I feel like was not hard to do, right. given what we just saw. Yeah, that, that finale was pretty daggone horrible. <laughs> it was extremely lackluster. It felt lazy, and I don't know. We'll yeah. get into it more. It was but. definitely, I do, well, we'll talk about that later at the end, but we'll go into right off. So, spoilers ahead. If you have not seen this episode, go see it. And I will say, though, it is worth the watch for the ending. So that is a big reason why it is um, worth the watch and the show in general, because it does something in the end of this episode that definitely flabbergasted me personally watching it. I was shocked. I was like hyped. I was like, holy cow. You know, obviously it didn't redeem the show or the episode, but it definitely made me. It set up a lot of big things. So I'm excited for that. So we're going to talk about that. So spoilers ahead. So right off the bat, this episode um, had an extreme lack of red dagger um, in yeah. it. Yeah, uh, obviously throughout the series, we've seen what a compelling and interesting character red dagger is. <laughs> and me and Michael have just been drawn to him. We're like, right. dude, we want a spinoff red dagger show. <laughs> red Marvel Studios, the red dagger. <laughs> red dagger, like a red. And I just want to know. Man. I thought he gave his mask to Kamala, and then he has it again. Yeah, and then he gets it again. Unless he just goes to the local mask store for the Red Daggers. Very good. Um, we got to see him a little bit, but like He I didn't said, have any lines. <laughs> he should have been there more. Should have been there more. Should have been there more. Anyway, so of course, this episode just did not deliver. Of course, we have a group of friends and Kamala come together to protect Kamran, and it was just super odd. They made damage control the villains of the show, Yeah, which was stupid in and of itself. Um, that that, that feel, felt like a, a very woke like oh it was you know yeah plot to push it definitely but like the the thing was it, it just seemed odd because the whole series they well not even the whole series for a couple episodes they just tried to show them off as being like intimidating and right, scary right, and right. they're they're out to get these young teenagers with the powers when in reality like they're doing the jobs right and they're not the bad guys and right i don't know dude this <laughs> this last episode was just dude this show just had no like real good villain it didn't have a good you like know? necessarily plot like i feel like they should have just heavily relied on the coming of age storyline that they had in the first three episodes because the first three episodes were actually really good. And if they would have kept mm. that going um, in the build off, I think it would have been better. And then had a villain come in an actual genuine villain. Yeah. I think it would have worked more so like, than this. And they bring in the clandestines, they kill them, but then mm-hmm. Comron like gets their powers. And then, then it's implied that Comron's the villain. And then he's not just because, and then he becomes unhinged and then works with Kamala in the end. But then he jumps through a hole. No, redemption and redemption. the damage control is the bad guy. So, yeah. Well, what was that, Marvel? Yeah, what, you what was that? You can't have one villain throughout an entire season. You're talking yeah. about six episodes. It's not hard to do. It's not that difficult Holy to do. Holy. And they're just, again, failing and failing and failing again with these Disney Plus six episodes. It's just not working. I mean, you mm-hmm. think of Miss Marvel, you think of Falcon Winter Soldier, you think of Hawkeye, and those are probably the three worst ones I can, you know, think yeah. of. Off the top of my head, but Thanks. this one I think was the worst, just because those last, you know, those last few episodes and this episode in particular was definitely the worst finale uh, that Marvel Studios so has too. done. 
I think so too. Before this, it was Hawkeye. Mm. I, I felt like, but man, this episode just took the cake. <laughs> it did. It did. It just didn't have anything compelling about it except for the ending. And then, you know, it just, it just made me home mad. So the whole time is super unrealistic for one yeah. thing. The whole school scene, you know, them like, you know, blocking a SWAT team and with fire extinguishers and yeah. shooting We're, baseballs at them. I mean, we got one adult and four teenagers, and somehow the adult is just going to sneak through a window. Like, there is when controlling they're circled the, the building. Officers aren't circling the building, mm-hmm. like, as we're talking. And yeah. then they fight these guys with these powered weapons to take down individuals like them mm. with baseball bats, and they're riding around on bikes in the school with fire extinguishers. Yeah. Dude, this was this was just Disney. Like this felt even more Disney than Disney. You talk about teenagers trying to beat a SWAT team. I mean, with it didn't even feel like Disney because I mean, when I think of Disney, I think of you know pretty well rounded plot about this kind of stuff with super family oriented. This I think was just super sloppy writing and just super terrible, put together. Man. It reminded me of like an off brand like movie that like some off brand studio would produce and just sent out there like. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I we'll say I was even I was even surprised that they were uh, that they were able to catch you know like a, a good part of them. I thought mm. they were just going to come off as like invincible, like Home Alone plot. Right. We're able to defeat the the big bad right. government agency. Right. <laughs> but but at least the SWAT team did eventually defeat them. Yeah. So I was but glad about balls. that. But <laughs> well, at least they got like instantly shot in the back after yeah. that with well, the which shockwave. Doesn't make sense because in another scene we see a shockwave like take out. A part, a big chunk of a wall, mm-hmm. and as far as we know, they don't necessarily know who is powered and who isn't. So I assume they wouldn't change their settings. I so. mean, I guess they did change their uh, settings. Dude, I don't know. Uh, man. Yeah, it's super inconsistent. Super the whole time, like we were, there was so much horrible dialogue that just the acting. Uh, the acting wasn't too the good. Dialogue, the, dude. That whole scene was just laughable. We're just mm-hmm. sitting there, like, bro, bro what is this? What the is whole this? Time? I know. It was funny because I, you know, we kept making memes the whole time and just talking about like what would happen and what make it better yeah. in a what stupid if conversation. What if Morbius showed dude, up? What listen, if the Red Dagger showed up? The Red up? Dagger showed up. <laughs> but unfortunately that did not did and it was just it was just not not that fun and you know we do see miss uh or kamala get her suit um which her suit is great it's super comic accurate i love her suit it looks cool i didn't appreciate the introduction of the suit so her mom just made it and when did she have time to make well, it well think about it with a suit like that detailed and complex mm-hmm. it would take weeks if not months oh, yeah. to make right and that months was long before the mom supported her we didn't even know the mom supported her until this episode so mm-hmm. where did the suit come from uh, I, it wasn't from the grandma apparently i don't so. know yeah you know before my daughter has powers let me just knit and the i suit always in case thought she does like in the comics i can't remember um exactly but i always i always thought it was implied that she would make her suit or she made her suit just because well, the cosplay sense. she does and being a fan of these characters i think it would have been cool and made more sense and i know she got the inspiration from the broken necklace in pakistan but yeah. Still, it just was not really that great. But the suit itself looked great. I will say the suit was looked good. It looked good. That's Very one thing that Marvel accurate. Studios has been doing really well in Phase Four is the suits. Um, they have done really great job. Like Scarlet Witch was fantastic. Yeah, Cap- the new Captain America new Captain was fantastic. America, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of who else had a really good suit. Hawkeye, you know, Hawkeye they had a good suit with the purple I mean, one, yeah. right? So they've been doing really well with the comic accurate costumes now. But the show, of course, didn't support the goodness of that. <laughs> so that was the thing. And then, of course, we see Miss Marvel seemingly being an expert of her powers. <laughs> yeah. After about a month of After training, month. we see her like, f- like freaking Spider Man jumping mm. off the walls, taking down all these agents. Right. Yeah. Um, so. 
They're just not believable, man. No, no. It really isn't. We got to see one training montage, and mm. that was it. That was it. So like really, they could have. They could have definitely done better. <laughs> and of course, she ends up saving her her comron and punching a hole in the ground. That was the stupidest thing. Yeah. So that that whole scene was extremely dumb. Uh, apparently, the whole time the damage control was mm. going against the higher ups in the damage control. So. Right. They seem like they were trying to stop the problem, but then Cameron was the real problem. Then mm. he's good one second, and then he's like, Unhinged "My mom died." Bad she? one second, and then he turns completely like sociopathic mm-hmm. and starts like trying to kill everybody. And then Kamala's like, "No, you shouldn't kill everybody." But he's like, "You should right. not do this." He's like, "You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't." And he goes, "In fact." I'll help you escape, even after <laughs> everything. So she punches a hole into the ground, yeah. and the dude disappears. Yeah. How is the man? And he's supposed to. I mean, hole. he is a villain in the comics. So it's like you know, like uh, okay, they're like you know what? How deep was that hole? He can't just be bad. He has to be redemption. Like, and the next some- thing you know, he shows up in Pakistan talking yeah. about a dagger. Like, I think they mentioned something earlier about like him escaping like through the harbor or yeah, something. Yeah. But she didn't have enough time to move her fist like all the way to a different location. It was yeah. just like one punch. Then it's she like one big old out. punch. I guess he could do that with his powers. But so he's just like the freaking mole man. <laughs> mole man would have been great in this show. Exactly. Like, exactly. So. He's an, he's an, he's a Marvel character. Yeah, he's a Marvel character, and he would have been great in this show. I would think actually, <laughs> to be honest, like he might have worked here, but instead they choose to do what? damage control as the villain. So damage control, which. They weren't even villain the whole season. We see him just looking around for Cameron, but like they they we were talking to earlier and before this episode, everyone had widely considered the Flag Smashers to be the mm. worst. But like, you know, at least they were organized. They had like a common goal in mind. Um, you know. And this was not the case. No. With not, not the at damage all. control. So that's what happens pretty much in the general part of the episode. So other than that, it was, it was definitely weak. I actually would go to say that this was probably the weakest episode of the entire series mm. of all one through five. If I mean, or yeah. one through, you know, out of all of the one I, through six, I don't think I can disagree with you there. Like I think it, it, it very well might be because one, two, and three were actually pretty good. Yeah, like you said, the the coming of age storylines mm. were really good. Right, they felt natural and authentic. And then four and five were kind of like okay, and then this one was just like bad. So yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's booty cheeks. Yeah. All right, but now we got to move on to a part that we need to talk about, and that was the part that got me hyped, the part mm. that shocked me, the part that nobody, and I repeat, nobody expected, and I applaud them for making this move, honestly, because of how unexpected it was and awesome it was. So we see, but first, before I talk about that little bit of preview, is she gets her name from her dad, talking with her dad, saying Kamala means Marvel, and yeah. you are Miss Marvel. You so are. You've always been our Miss our Marvel. Marvel so. Even though they've never told her that. Yeah, so. Okay. Miss Marvel. Anyway, she gets her power. So then we move on, and her talking about Bruno, and this conversation was shocking. Yeah. And so they have this conversation. Bruno says, there's something I need to tell you before I go. Yeah. He says that. You're There's, different. You're different. There's, they're different than your family and what the origins of the gens were. It's something, it's like kind of like a mutation. Yeah, and, and then you hear, na 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 You hear the X-Men theme, mm-hmm. and then instantly, I get, I'm get, i getting chill bumps right now yeah, thinking about it. I was like, whoa, he pauses, and he like runs it back. He's like, I dude, did. dude, let me dude, run that back. Dude. <laughs> and then she goes, and then she's like, huh. And then, it, it, you know, it ends there, the episode, and I'm like, holy cow, they just did that. Yeah. So like, they're completely changing it. They're like, we don't want her to be associated with Inhumans. We're like, screw Inhumans. Terrible plot. We don't want them in the MCU yeah. anyway. We killed Black, o- Black Bolt in the most gruesome way possible. Dude, they, can, they can always bring him back. They could, but I don't think version. they're going to, if I'm being honest. Uh, instead, so they get rid of the Inhuman idea, and they instead, 
instead of trying to make her just go in the full gin, they're making Miss Marvel a mutant. And I actually don't have a huge issue with this. I'm like, okay, they're doing, they want to bring in, you know, mutants to MCU and talk about how they exist. And now we get confer- yeah. confront- confirmation, confirmation yeah. of their existence within the entire MCU. And of course, we, in Doctor Strange's Multiverse Madness, we get Professor X, but of course, he is a variant of, you know, he's, he's you know, yeah. in a different universe, so it doesn't necessarily count. But this is main Marvel Universe mutants. We mm-hmm. get that confirmation and I, instant chills. Yeah, I, I definitely do like that they've um, introduced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just have like some questions, I guess, associated with it. First of all, right. like, I don't know. I feel like the show has kind of butchered the character just a tiny bit with the writing. So I'm right. a little disappointed to see our very first mutant as Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that might have been cool to see. I don't know, like a, a Professor X Wolverine or something along those lines. But right. it, it's cool that now they've introduced it. But right. I really hope they just don't entirely scrap that Inhumans idea now that they've yeah, made her a mutant. I agree. Well, I, still, I still think there's potential mm-hmm. for for those characters, mm-hmm. for their projects that, you know, that never got released. And I, I get that I completely. Um, but I, I still want to see, like, those different, like, factions, you know, with, mm-hmm. the, with the four and then the Inhumans and then you got the mutants and all that stuff i still want to see that so like i said taking taking this like kind of change um it, it, it fit like with their powers it explained why the bangles like work so well like right. why she was different um but i don't know i just hope that they don't scrap it entirely right. i i can see that and i understand that but the reveal of that was so clean and so cool and then just hearing that music and hearing that confirmation of the x-men and the fact if you watch the credits it's credited as the x-men 97 theme so it makes me think you know to get in some theories. I wonder X-Men 97, the cartoon, it is does have the Marvel Studios logo. Mm. So I'm curious if it is actually canon to the MCU instead huh. of just being like an off-brand project. And they're saying it's like in a different universe. And then eventually they bring these movies. They bring in. those characters over. Right. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And that'd just right. be an easy fix. Mm-hmm. I would take with Kevin Feige to say, by the way, it's canon. And I already have that team and that core team of X-Men, like, you know, having Wolverine, Storm, Rogue, Professor X, you know, Magneto, all these characters already there. And then just bringing them over into the MCU in this new light from the animated series that a very well done, you know, good animated series. It'd be epic. It'd Mm. be so great. And I would love to see that done. And it just got me hyped. And it gets me hyped thinking about the whole thing. Just hearing the theme just got me, got me so hyped. Yeah. I love talking about that. All right. Anyway, to move on from that, I have to talk about the end credit scene real briefly here. So the end credit scene was confusing, but interesting. Yeah. To be honest with you, I, I understand that it leaves into the Eternals. The Marvels. Um, the, sorry, Marvels. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the best Marvel movie of all time, <laughs> um, besides Morbius. But, like, it, I feel like there could have been, like, a little better lead-up. Mm. Um, obviously, we see kind of Miss Marvel. She kind of, like, what's it, like, apparates, <laughs> Apparate, right? Like, like, Harry she apparates, Potter. Yeah. like, she disapears, and then or we, disapparates. See, we see Brie Larson show up. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a bunch of theories we see. You were saying like either one they switch places or two, right. you know, Miss Marvel used her powers to um, shape shift, yeah, shape shift into Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Obviously, mm-hmm. I I think they switch places because mm-hmm. it's I think uh, that makes confused. more sense. She's looked, looking she, around. You know, she saw the, the bracelet and then she disappeared and it turns and she's, she's Brie like, Larson. You know, Captain Marvel. I think it is more likely that they did switch places and that's going to lead into the Marvels and as to why they switch places. But I also am thinking like, okay, well over in uh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, you know, comic book wise, she can shape shift, you know, into Captain Marvel in the comics, and she has done that before. Mm. So that's also a possibility. I doubt it. I agree. I do think it was more likely they switched places because, of course, she looked around confused, seeing her face everywhere. But 
I think it'd still be cool if she did like shapeshift or something. Yeah. And we still got that cameo, but it's cool. It had that cameo and, um, you know, finish off of that, you know, in credit scene, a pretty interesting note, leaving us questioning yeah. and leaving I, us, you know, wanting more. I, I, so. I do wish it would have gone down a little differently. Maybe with, we just see Miss Marvel one night and then like, we see like a ball of light and then mm. Captain Marvel fly it and tell her like, Hey, like I've seen what you do. Like we have work to do or something like that. Right. I mean, end on that point, but I feel like the whole like transition. I feel thing like though, this kind of one was more funky. realistic though, because in actuality, um, I feel like it would have been cheesier if she just appeared and she's like, Hey, I need your help or something. I feel like they've been cheesy because mm. she's just a kid on a planet. Full just of a 16 year old. Right. So in the fact that the bangle made them switch places for some odd reason, Gets them to where they're intertwined now. Uh, I and, wonder, yeah. like, how how is Captain Marvel intertwined with her bangles? Right. Is it like the know. same power in both of them? Could be. Or? And then how does Monica Rambo factor into this as well? Oh. So we'll have to see in the future Triangle, in baby. the Marvels in 2023. We'll see. Ooh. But yeah, pretty interesting. All right. So now to rate the entire show on a scale of one to ten. Uh, I'll start. Off, I'll start us off this time. Um, rating it on a scale of one to ten. You know, I had a factor. I was like, okay, the first three episodes are actually pretty decent. You know. And I was actually, you know, thinking of, you know, giving it more of a higher rating after, you know, watching the three episodes. And of yeah. course it declined. So I'm going to give it, this is the lowest that I've given a Marvel Disney Plus show. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to give it a six out of ten. Um, obviously it's not the best ever, but the first three episodes were pretty good. The ending with the whole introduction and reveal of, you know, mutants in the MCU, super, super awesome. And um, so I just think a six is solid. Okay. Uh I'm going to first start by saying I think this is by far the weakest project um, that we've seen. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never been a huge fan of the character, and the show definitely did not help. I feel like as far as the the writing, the storytelling, the character development, the (laughs) the action scenes, um, the dialogue, I feel like all that was butchered. And I'm not just a hater. I'm more of a realist, so I I like to see like a common common sense stuff happen, you know, like a a complete storyline. And this was constantly butchered throughout. The coming of age storyline was good, and they had it planned for them. Then it felt like they started switching up everything they were trying to accomplish. Right. right. Um, so I feel like this show is really inconsistent and could have been a lot better than what it turned out to be. I agree. Um, so I'm going to settle on a four out of ten. Wow. As I was watching it, I was just constantly distracted by wow. all the inconsistencies yeah. and just do just terrible acting and dialogue. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't hate the character. Right. I think she's do- she's dope. Um, but I feel like the writers really butchered it with this one. Okay, all right, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I feel like the show definitely could have been a lot better than it was. And obviously, we're not the demographic audience, but at the same time, I feel like you know, after those first three episodes that were super enjoyable, um, and the show was like you know genuinely like after the first couple episodes, I would give it like a seven or yeah, you know, maybe it even been a little higher. Entire. But it it just kind of fell off in the last. So I can see that for sure. Mm. All right, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by giving us a review and a download. Uh, our podcast, Here's in the Moment, is available on um, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, all those major platforms. So go ahead, check us out. Um, and we really appreciate the support. So mm. thank you all. Um, as far as our upcoming episodes go, um, there's nothing currently on the slate for DC, Star Wars, or Marvel. Um, so what we're going to be doing uh, in this kind of uh, bridge of a time is we're going to be doing weekly kind of like um, just weekly like news recaps so stuff that comes out about Marvel like you know like rumors or confirmed castings and stuff we'll be breaking that down we'll put it all in about you know 20-25 minute podcast for you and we'll just do it weekly to yes. keep you all updated yes sir alright we just want to thank you all for listening and as always we love you 3000